Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Bluegrass Basketball. We took a Christmas break of our own and are ready to get back at it. Uh, tonight it's just Sean Moore and myself, Kayla Van Hoos. Our friend Josh is at home living the dad life with a sick little one. We hope Maggie feels better soon. Uh, first, Sean has a lot to say about the king of the bluegrass, so I'll let him get started. Well, I think, you know, we, we talked about uh, taking a break, you know, because that Christmas tournament's coming up and, and all that. And, and I think that the Christmas, the holiday season tournaments, if you want to call them Christmas tournaments or holiday tournaments or whatever, you know, that's a good way to gauge your team. You know, the first couple of weeks of the season, we play games, and you may have a district game mixed in there. Um, but, you know, you get to these tournaments, and it's kind of a tournament sitting, playing three or four games, and it's kind of a good way to gauge um, where you're at in preparation, you know, for like a regional tournament sitting, having to win three three games in a, you know, short amount of time or whatever. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, those always stick out to me. I always like to uh, get on the scoreboard and see who's playing where and who played who and who won what tournament and all that stuff. But obviously, the, the the premier tournament in our state, in my opinion, is the King of the Bluegrass, uh, and you know it's it's nationally recognized as one of the Absolutely you know the best Christmas tournament that we got. Yeah, you know. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and for those of you, we've talked about it before, but for those of you that don't know the format, you know you kind of have you kind of have uh, you have sixteen teams, four out of state teams, a handful of Louisville teams. Uh, Ballard's in it usually every year. Trinity's in it usually every year. Fairdale hosts it, so they're in it every year. And then a mixture of teams from all over the state that usually have – they're either a top-rated team or they have a top-rated player. So um, it's always a a good group of teams. There's years that it's better than the state tournament as far as, you know, level of competition and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I just thought it was it's always a good thing to talk about. Um, and some, some things happened that – have changed the landscape of, of basketball in our state right now. Um, so, you know, we talked all year about how Scott County was probably number one and Trinity was number two. Um, obviously, Scott County does not participate in the King of Bluegrass. Um, I know they've been invited, but I don't think it's something that Coach Hicks really has much interest in. I don't know why, but they just they never they never go. Trinity is in it most years, and Trinity got to the semifinals where they faced off with a good Collins team out of Shelbyville, out of the eighth region, which we, we talked about the eighth region before. And they lost to Collins 60-58 to 58, um, in a game where their best player and one of the top players in the state of Kentucky, David Johnson, mm-hmm. hurt his knee, strained his MCL, and he's still out today. Um, everything I've heard, you know, he's hopefully going to be back middle of, middle of this month, end of this month. They expect him to be back. It's not – anything, you know, season-ending, thankfully. Um, but it just shows you, you know, two weeks before the King of the Bluegrass, Collins and Trinity play um, a regular season game at Trinity, and Trinity beat them 76-44. to 44. Wow. So two weeks later they play without their best player, and they lose, you know, Collins wins by two. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Collins because I think they're a really nice team. We've talked about them. You know, McKnight and Vale are as good of a one-two punch in the state as you're going to find, um, especially for juniors. But, um, you know, it just it just goes to show you how valuable of a player that uh, David Johnson is to his team. And, yeah. and, and and we've spoken about it before. He's not a guy that you're going to look at his stats and he's going to score 40 points. That's just not him. That's not his role. He is, you know, the complete point guard. He has his team where they need to be, when they need to be. He can score when he needs to. He can, you know, he can distribute the basketball. He gets his team set, plays great defense, 
you know, we have a lot of guys, not just in our state, but in the country at high school level that can, that can, you know, really fill it up and pour in points, but they're not usually guarding the other team's best player, you know, and David will guard the other team's best guard. You know, that's what he is for his team. He's a specific role for his team and that's it. So it goes to show you, you know, how, how valuable, you know, David is to them. And if you look, he's a huge difference maker. And before David got hurt, you know, Trinity was not eight and oh. And since then they have, they have won their two and five. So, you know, they lost some games to some out of state teams. Um, so, you know, they lost to Ballard in the, in the uh, third place game at the Kings of Bluegrass, which that's a rival where you just throw the, the records out the window when those two play. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you, you know, they are, they are really good, but David is a huge part, a huge piece of what they do. So um, Collins got to the finals of the King of Bluegrass where they met South Shore, which was a team out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, they're a city school there in Brooklyn. They've got a great tradition, really good team. And they beat Collins 62-59 to in the finals of King of Bluegrass. Um, Ballard, like I said, Ballard beat Trinity in the third-place game. So you had some good games, uh, some good performances, some good players um, show up in that and, and really do their thing. You know, um, we had talked about – we talked about LaRue County a lot on here. I like to give them a hard time. And, and, you know, I commended them on stepping their schedule up a little bit this year. But, you know, they went up to the King of Bluegrass and, you know, Kind of got they, they they saw some dudes, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. What they, they weren't they weren't playing, uh, you know, uh, Hart County and Caverna. They were playing Trinity and University Heights. So you know that's eh, a little different animal. Uh, but it was good for them, and so they're still playing good basketball. Um, Madison Central, Walton Verona, you know, those were some other teams that 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 had a decent showing. Lexington Christian had a decent showing there at the uh, King of the Bluegrass. So. Congrats to South Shore out of Brooklyn for winning it, and congrats to Collins for getting to the finals and, and beating Trinity, and um, they're having That's a good year. That's a pretty year. good showing from Collins. So, uh, I mean, if you look at it, their first they, they beat they beat Louisville Mail in the first round, which is not mm-hmm. you know Mail's a good team. In the yep. second round, they beat Trinity. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In the second round, they beat Mathisville North Hopkins, which is a really good team out of Western Kentucky. In the third round, semifinals they beat Trinity, and they fell just a little bit short in the finals, but. You know, I think that Coach Gaither has to be really excited about where the Titans are right now um, in, a, in, in, a, in a region where it's pretty tough this year with Collins, Walton, Verona. Um, South Oldham's playing well. Oldham County's always good. So uh, the eighth region's really uh, really competitive. So Collins, though, right now, they've, they've got the marquee victories, I think, right now on their, on their schedule. So. Well, I mean, so King of Bluegrass was as interesting as it always was, you know, uh, and typically, I'm watching my own Christmas tournament and can't ever get up there. But one of these days, it's on my bucket right. to watch it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, I um, um I, I always t- tell people that haven't had a chance to go, uh-huh. uh, you should try it. It's great atmosphere. It's, you know, I, I look forward to going. I look forward. I, I've gotten to coach in it. Best hospitality room in the state of Kentucky. Not even close. <laughs> Better than better than an ice cream in the in Rep Arena? Like, no doubt, like, way better. Uh, okay, okay. I'll I'll let you I'll let you have that. All right. Um, LexCast tournament happened shortly after that. Right. Um, that tournament, I, I to this day, I still call it the fifth third because mm-hmm. when it first started getting big, it was the fifth third. You know, the fifth, fifth third bank sponsored it, and it changed to 
Republic Bank and now it's traditional bank. But it's always, you know, it's a big time tournament um, as well. We act, we actually played in it this year. I I played in it a, a bunch when I was coaching Lexington. So, um, but the uh, the field was it was a nice field. You had some really good teams in it. Cooper out of Northern Kentucky was in it. Um, you know, Clark County was in it. We're we're having a decent year. University Heights was in it. Bardstown was in it. You know, um, Frederick Douglass, Bryan Station. Simon Kenton, Newport, so and a couple of teams from out of state. It was a really good uh, mix of teams. It is, and yeah. you know, of course, you got Lexington Catholic in it because they host. So the finals were uh, Newport and University Heights, which you know we've we've talked about Kiki kind of needing to. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard. We had talked about previously it would be hard for him to win Mr. Basketball, but you know, he went and played in Kiki Bluegrass. He went and played in. Lexington Catholic tournament, so I think that's you know a huge shout out to Coach Shouts at University Heights for trying to get him out there. You right. know, and he had a he absolutely dominated the tournament. University Heights beat Newport um, by 26 in the finals, and Newport had a really nice tournament. But um, you know, it's uh, a big shout out to University Heights and to Kiki. They won in a pretty good field, and. Um, so it was a good tournament. Obviously, at coaching it, I got to see games up close, and I watched a lot of the games. It was it was a competitive tournament all the way around. Um, there were a couple blowouts. You know, you had a couple mismatches early on, but later on, when you got in the consolation bracket, you got into the you know the bracket, the winners bracket going on. You had some some good, some really good games. All right, and uh, in Scott County, they also like we talked about earlier, they appeared in the beach ball classic, and I think that that stems from Coach Hicks kind of being an old school guy. Uh, the beach ball classic is a staple in high school basketball, so I think that I think that Coach Hicks, you know, he kind of leans towards that. I know that I know that Paintsville went when Bill Mikeronian was coach. It's just kind of a that's that's where you go when you're that that old school kind of hard nosed uh, kind of coach. I just think I think that's probably why Scott County lands in that instead of the uh, Kings of Bluegrass. And um, they, they did well, good at the beach ball classic. Right? Well, they got they got to the day on finals. And got yeah. beat by one point. You know, um, earlier this year they went to um, they went to uh, um, the uh, Marshall County Hoop Fest and yeah. played a team up there um, out of Mississippi, Olive Branch, Mississippi. And I know we talk like rankings aren't really you know a huge deal, but yeah. Max Max Preps like if you get on Max Preps right now and you type in you know the rankings, it's going to give you some. There's going to be some team that is four and eleven out of Kentucky that's going to be ranked in the top ten because of some computer percentage thing that they do and whatever. Right. But they have they have an actual top 25 in the country that is voted on and writers do it and all that. Mm-hmm. So Scott County played Olive Branch, Mississippi in the Marshall County Hoop Fest, who at the time when they played was ranked in the Max Press Super Top 25. So they had oh, beaten wow. them already. Well, then they go down to Myrtle Beach, and in the set, they beat the host school in the first round. I think there must be some kind of deal going on because every year they go down there, they play the host in the first round. Mm-hmm. So it's a team out of Myrtle Beach. But anyway, so then they play Cox Mill out of North Carolina, who is a top 25 team in Max Prep Super Top 25, beat them. Then they play North Little Rock, who was 13th in the top, in the Super Top 25 in Max Prep, beat them. Then they played Westchester out of Los Angeles, California, who's in the top, I think they're like ninth maybe in the country. Yeah. And lost to them by one point on, in a game where they had to lead most of the way. And I mean, Coach Hicks is—he's not afraid to play anybody. He's always no, he's not. 
And here's the thing. In the game against Cox Mill out of North Carolina, Moreno came down weird on his foot, and he has a small hairline fracture in his foot. He's in a boot right now. He's out six weeks. So you look at what they've done. Getting all the way to the championship and having a chance to win it without their best player. Yep. I think it speaks volumes to the rest of that team and to the coaching staff on just. The development at Scott County is just next level because it, year in and year out, they're in the mix. I mean, you can't say enough about what they're doing. They've just got it going on up there and just props to Coach Hicks for, for what he's doing with Scott County. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and, and in that tournament, um, you know, they had some other guys step up. Diablo Stewart mm-hmm. stepped up for him big. Glenn Covington, who is a really, really good football player, he stepped up for him. So, you know, a shout-out to them and those guys for picking up the slack. And then when they got back from – they get back from, from South Carolina and their next three games are Henry Clay, Trinity, and Madison Central. So it's like, you know, it's just craziness with the, what they play. All right, and you uh, – we've, we've already kind of touched on injuries to big-time kids. We, we've discussed how, you know, David Johnson's out, Michael Moreno's out. But I think that what the state's kind of talking about is how Dante Allen of Pendleton County has torn his ACL. He just had surgery. So Yeah, you know, it's kind of – you know, I hate it. I, I really yeah. hate it for any kid, regardless of if it's the best player in the state or, mm-hmm. you know, a JV kid. I hate it. You know, it's – it sucks. It's no fun um, to deal with something like that. You know, and people that don't know Dante, you know, Dante himself is a really good kid. I mean, absolutely. Very deserving. Very deserving of everything he, that he's doing. He is a, he's a hard worker. But, yeah. you know, there are kids that are good and that are talented, but they're just dickheads. And if I can't yeah. say that, I'm sorry. But he's yeah, just not okay. one of those kids. And, you know, I think sometimes he gets a bad rap because of certain people that surround that program. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't mean I don't mean anybody on staff, I don't mean Coach Spelcher, but certain people that surround that program that mm-hmm. that, you know, they feel, make like, it feel like they make it feel overhyped. Well, yeah, no, I don't think they make it feel overhyped. It's just sometimes they put a kid and a program in a position where it's hard to root for them. But, right, right. you know, he's a great kid, and I hate it for him. And, you know, um, he he tweaked his knee against Cooper in the finals of their little Philip Woods holiday classic mm-hmm. that they had at Pendleton before before Christmas. And, I, you know, I heard that he had, you know, it was kind of an injury. Originally, I'd heard it was an injury similar to David Johnson at Trinity where, you know, he had strained his I thought it was tweaked. Yeah. Right. But I guess some, they went back. They, I know he had an MRI originally, and they thought everything was clean. But he, yeah. he, he wasn't getting any better, and so they went, you know, and had another one and saw that the ACL. Well, this torn. is an instance where you got to you got to let kids know their body, and and he knew something was wrong. So I, I have to commend him for kind of to stick in and not not really play, not chance it because it it didn't feel right, and come to find out, you know. He, he did have a torn ACL, and it's probably good that he did not play on it because he could have done further damage. And I'm with you on Dante being a great kid. He's respectful. He's not arrogant in the least. I mean, he's a no. hard worker. He's a gym rat, and that's what I like about him. Um, and, and it's just unfortunate that his career, his high school career is, is over because he was averaging like 42 points a game. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a stellar run. Yeah. So, 
Well, and um, I'll say this: we we played him earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and you know he came to they came to us. They came to Winchester and played. And after the mm-hmm. game was over, we beat them, and you know it was it was a competitive game. It was close for a while, and mm-hmm. we ended up pulling away from them. But after the game, there were kids that you know from Lexington, from Winchester, that had come to the game to see him play, and he stayed and signed and took pictures with every mm-hmm. single one of them. And I think that's a credit to him. That's a credit to Coach Belcher. And it's yep. a credit to his teammates because you got to think you just played a really tough game and you got beat and you just want to get on the bus and go home. Right. And, you know, you got to wait. I think that says a lot about the character of those kids. That, it does. It's, you it know, speaks volumes. It does. To take on that role as a high schooler when you don't really have to, I mean, that's, that's big. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, I, you know, I think that he's still going to have a good career at UK. I think he'll heal up and he'll he'll be fine. I, I'd say that Kentucky probably will look at redshirting him. I mean, I'm not in Coach Cal's head, but I, I just, don't know. I think I think honestly, it just kind of depends on how he recovers from that stuff. I've I've torn my ACL before, and yeah. and it you know it's it's a long arduous thing to come back from that. You know you. Right. You know, people hear always oh, six to eight months. Well, it's not like when you reach that six month threshold that you're just back 100% ready to go. Right. You know, you've got to do physical therapy. You've got to do a lot of mm-hmm. things to get yourself, you know, ready to be able to. We do lose that. a lot of strength and a lot of, you know, you don't use those muscles as much when you're when you're out for that right. long. It's just, right. It's different. Um, you're you definitely know, and, not and, as and, explosive as you were, but there's a lot of things that change. Yeah, it's it's tough, but you know. If history tells us anything about Dante, you know, he's a hard worker. So I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, that, that he's going to put in as much effort as possible to get himself right. And you know what? He's going to U.K., one of the best, the best, probably the best college basketball program in the country. Um, Don't get I'm him right. Not, I'm not, and I'm not a U.K. fan, so it's a, it's a lot for me to say that. But mm-hmm. they're going to have the best doctors, the best strength conditioning, they're going to, the best physical therapy. He's going to get himself together. He's mm-hmm. He's going to be okay. So... I wish him the best, you know. I wish Pendleton County the best the rest of the year because I know that just totally changes their dynamic as a team. Yeah. Um, you know what they want to do. So. Um, I, I kind of just hate it for the community because they are all so behind them. You know what I mean? Oh they yeah. Were, they were really, you know, it's like small town. They were really into it, really behind them. He chose to stay there. He didn't transfer. It's just. It was a terrible end to such, what should have been such a great story, you know. And, and he will still have a good story. It's not over for him, but but I just hate it for Pendleton County and the community, you know. Yeah, I, it's it's tough. Um, I hope that the community continues to support those kids, though. I hope that mm-hmm. it's not something where they just like, well, you know, um, yeah. whatever. But and I think um, they will. Not yeah, I think, County, so I think they, they will. They 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 love them some basketball up there, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy, but you had Dante. David and Michael, who we talked about, are probably the three top three front runners for Mr. Basketball at the time. Yep. All got hurt within like seven days of it, like a week. It's like the craziest week of the, of the year. Do you and think that that changes the Mr. I Basketball? Do. I, I, like do, I do think to an extent it does, and yeah. here's why. I, I mean, I think he'll still get a lot of – I think Dante will still get a lot of votes from Mr. Basketball, and he may mm-hmm. still win it. Um, you know, you have that ongoing argument of, do you win Mr. Basketball based on your senior year or on your career or is it a mixture of both, you know? Um, And obviously we've talked about the the signing at UK being a factor for, you know, someone being named Mr. Basketball. So I think he's still going to get a lot of votes. I do Um, too. I think he's still got a good chance of it. I think think if David Johnson and Michael Moreno come back, which they are both Mm -hmm. scheduled to be back, 
then that helps them out. But I, I, I really think that the person that has got the most to gain at this point, I think it's between Kiki and, and honestly, Kyle Rode at Lexington Christian. Yeah. He's putting up monster numbers. He's in Central Kentucky. You know, uh-huh. if, we, we talked about even if all things are equal, you know, it's hard for a kid from the western part of the state to win Mr. Basketball. So, um, you know, I think what it will do, though, I think it will make the voting a lot closer than it would have been originally because I, 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 can see, I can see where Dante would still win it. And if he does, good for him, and, and, and he probably deserved it. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I think he would have ran away with it if he doesn't get hurt. So I think this changed it a little bit, but I think it gives Kyle Road and Kiki Tandy, you know, that opportunity to thrust themselves back into, you know, contention for for that award. Um, right. So we'll see. It, it should be an interesting uh, interesting vote this year. Um, for I want to sure. talk about somebody who, you know, I don't know that he that he will get the nod for Player of the Year, but because um, of the region that he's in, but Isaiah Cozart's putting up some pretty good numbers, and I and I don't feel like he's getting a whole lot of love for it. But but let's talk about like yesterday's stat line: thirty three points, twenty one rebounds, and seven blocks. That's pretty good. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty impressed by that performance. I you know I think and it, and I'm a big fan of Isaiah just because of how he carries himself. I think he's a great kid. I I think Western has gotten a gem out of Isaiah Cozart, and I kind of just wanted to drop his name because I think that if he was playing anywhere other than the region he's playing in, then he's the clear player of the year. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it it, it hurts and helps in a way. He's yeah. going uh, to be more ready for college being in the 11th region than kids that aren't in the 11th region. I, I agree, I agree. You know, so what he, do you want worse, high school accolades or, or a, a great college career? So he's probably you know, in a better situation. He don't, so. and, he, and he doesn't care. He doesn't, you're right. He, he is not about bit. he is not about the um the glory of it. He he just loves the game, man, and that's what I like the best about him. And he appreciates yeah. what he does accomplish. Definitely. Um, uh, you know, he's a good kid. The all A's coming up, you want to talk about that? You're real you're really excited about the all A's. Usually you and I kind of are just like, eh, we're not really into the whole class A thing but but this year you got some class A schools that are really Oh man, you impressive. know I was, I was talking to some buddies of mine about this, and, um, you know, we're going to go uh, – it's in Richmond now. It's at EKU. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go up and watch some games on that Thursday. But if you Which look – a great venue. That's a great venue. Hey, I won a regional championship at that place, so I can't, I can't hate it too much. Um, you know, if you, look at the, if you look at the bracket – I'm going to pull it up here real quick. Um, it's, it's interesting – you know, because usually when the All A comes around, you have that you have one or two teams that are kind of like, well, they're, they're going to be in the finals, or they're going to meet, and whoever wins this game right. is going to win it, or whatever. But this year, I think the brackets spread evenly, oh. and you've got some really good Class A teams. So I'm looking at it now in the top bracket, Region One Mayfield is is good enough to win that region. They're they're yeah. having a good year. You know, in the 11th, you know, usually you just pencil in LCA right there. But I'm going to uh-huh. tell you right now, and, and we're going to talk about some surprise teams later on in the podcast, but Frankfurt High is 14-3, and three, has beaten Henry Clay, um, you know, ha- has beaten Woodford they're County. They're rolling. Good year. They they're playing rolling. great. It's the best yeah. they've been in about 10 or 12 years. So them or LCA, one of those two, you know, that's going to be – that's just going to be, you know, a great, great game. I'm going to hopefully, if we don't play that night, I'm going to go – 
and watch um, that game in the 11th region All-A. Um, but then you keep going, you look, and you've got out of out of Region 8, you know, Walton Verona, who's a team we've talked about. That has enough, they, they're definitely good enough to win an All-A state championship. Uh-huh. Region 12, Danville is really good this year. They're, they're like 14-2, and 15-2, something like that. They're having a great year. Um, region 16, you got Elliott County, who is no slouch. They're always good. Mm-hmm. Then you go they've down. Been good. Uh, they've been good from the Rick Mays era. All the time. I mean, oh, yeah. They're always in the mix, always. In the, and in the 15th region, you know, a team you know a lot about, Paintsville, they're having a great year. Paintsville is absolutely cracking heads this year. What's their they're record now? They're four and zero in our district. I don't know what their overall record is, but I don't think that they've lost very many games at all. Maybe one or two. I'll tell you what. I got it right here. I'll pull it up. Um, I know that they they beat didn't they beat they beat you guys recently, which that's a big win for them. They beat Johnson Central. Beating Johnson Central in the 15th region is a huge victory for anybody, and I'm not saying that just because I coach at Johnson Central. I'm saying that because it's a 1300 enrollment school versus a well, I, I exaggerated, a, a 1,200 enrollment school versus 600 kids, 200 kids, 400 kids. You get what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's the biggest school in the region, a lot of talent to pull from, a great coach in Tommy McKenzie. So when you get that win against Tommy McKenzie, who's probably one of the best X's and O's guys I've ever I've ever seen. Well, he's probably – he's. I mean, that, I mean – Johnson Central's like gone to like seven or eight straight regional championship games, something crazy, ridiculous yep. like that. So, seven straight. Um, I'm looking at Paintsville's schedule right now. They are 11 and two, and they've I, won. I 11. thought it was just two they, losses. They've won 11 in a row. They dropped yep. their first game of the year at Elliott County by three. So that's the team we just talked about. That's a good. That's not a bad loss. But they've no. reeled off 11 in a row. Um, you know they've they haven't. I wouldn't say they've played a murderer's row, but you talk about you know, their enrollment and that kind of stuff. And and you win games, you win games. So, you know, they're coming up. I think they'll probably come out of the 15th. Keep going, you know, uh, Region 9, Beachwood is having an unbelievable year. They're playing well. Region 7, somebody out of Louisville, is probably, you know, they're going to be ready to play. And then in the 10th region, Robertson County or Bishop Brossard, I think. And then sitting down there at the bottom in Region 2, University Heights. So I mean, you know, it's it's gonna. There's a chance to have some really good games. I think the class. Any of those teams a, could win the whole thing. Well, I think I there's mean, six. I think there's a legitimate six or seven teams that could yep. win it this year. I really do. So it should be it, it should be a good tournament. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I like to go. I, I used to love to go when it was in Frankfurt because I lived there and I had you know the Civic Center was a big deal to me. But obviously, you know, it's not there anymore. So. Oh, EKU is a good venue, so yeah. hopefully, um, you know, I hope the tournament lives up to it. And, you know, I just named a bunch of teams, and I'm sure there will be an upset here or there. Um, something will happen, you know. So if I left your team out, my bad, but I think all A, we're just – we'll talk more about it when the bracket's set and we get into it like we did last year. But just a little quick let's, thing about the all A, I think it's going to be really good. Let's go ahead and elaborate on our surprise teams while we're here and kind of talking about okay. Mainfield. I don't yeah. normally like to brag about Paintsville. If anybody knows me, knows that it's a rival for me. And, and you know, I, I want those kids to do well because they're in the same community. But you're not going to say that, you know, at a boy, he rivals school very often. But Landon Sloan is doing something great with these kids. Well, I, mean, I think it's. I think if you look at the history of Paintsville basketball, yeah, and you know as well as anybody, it's their time. It is their time. They it, they right? have they have a really rich tradition in history. 
Mm-hmm. And if you look at, you know, Bill Mike Runyon, mm-hmm. who won a state championship at Paintsville, played at Paintsville, coached at Paintsville. Then you look, Landon Sloan mm-hmm. won a regional championship at Paintsville as a player, went to yeah. UK, you know, now coaching at Paintsville. I think it just, I think when you have that guy that knows it and gets it and really, mm-hmm. you know, has been a part of it, that really helps. He can relate to the kids. He's a young guy. You know, yep. he was successful. I think kids will listen to him. You know, and he's doing a good job. So, Paintsville is definitely, I think, one of the surprise teams um, for me. Uh, I talked a little bit earlier about Frankfurt High. They're yep. just, you know, they're they're knocking now. They lost a tough one last night. Um, I would have never, last year, never would have thought Frankfurt High would be in this situation. Well, they've got some good kids, you know. They've, yep. they've had the same group of kids playing together for a while. You know, right. when they got a new coach, um, his son is now playing, and he, he's a good player, so – you know, that helped them that helped them out. But I'm looking at their schedule. Now they lost last night by one point on the road to uh Franklin County, which is a rivalry district game. Our boy Tony Wise got him a big, big win for Coach Wise last night. Um but uh they are sitting at twelve and three with wins over Henry Clay. They beat Mason County. They won the Montgomery County, you know, Gateway Holiday Classic. So they're they're playing they beat Boyle County. You know, Butler, they, they lost the Louisville Butler, who, you know, that's a good team. Yeah. Um, no shame in losing there. And, you know, they got a new coach, so they're still getting adjusted and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. they, um, they've, got, they've got a chance this year, I think, to, to win that All-A. Um, and the 11th region, to me, obviously I'm biased because I, I played in it, coached in it forever. Um, it, to me, it's the best basketball in the state of Kentucky. Um, but this year it's kind of a down – I mean, you look at Scott County, obviously, who's just, you know, best team in the state, bar none, and they're in the 11th region. But if you take region the, the second through the 17th team in the region, yep. you know, you can flip it around. You know, Henry Clay's good, but I'd be Henry Clay. You know, you know the, the, the Lexington schools are kind of down this year because a lot of that group, that core group of really good players graduated. So, yep. you know, Lexington Catholic, Lafayette, Ryan Station, Dunbar, you know, they're and down. Saying, and saying that the 11th is down, still, it's still competitive basketball. Oh, for the no 11th. doubt. But I'm just saying you had a lot it's of really good upperclassmen that have graduated out of the yep. 11th region in the last, you know, two or three years. Um, so it's a little bit more wide open. And I think Frankfurt's right there. They, you know, now I think it shows last night that they lost to Franklin County and, and, you know, Frankfurt hasn't had a season like this in a long time. You know, they, they came out yesterday with the with the Cantrell ratings, which is out of Lexington Herald, which, once again, is computer-based rating. Rankings mean right. nothing, but people look at it. And Frankfurt was ranked, I think, 19th in that yesterday. Now, they'll drop out. But, you know, that's something that they haven't had there in a long time. So those kids have to be able to balance that out as well because right. it's real easy to play, to play good when you're the, when you're the underdog. When people aren't talking about you, but when people start talking about you and you get a little bit more eyes on you, know that that changes the dynamic a little bit, especially when you've got a group of kids that have never been in that situation. But well, they are really good. Um, you know, I I am from Frankfurt, but I, I went to Franklin County, so you know I'm an East Side guy. But you know, as part of as somebody that's from the community, I always would like to see uh, I like to see our teams do well, um, our kids do well. I know a lot of those kids that coach their brothers or sisters and. You know, I coach their brothers, I know their brothers and sisters, their mom and dad. I know a lot of those kids, so I'm really rooting for them. And, and, and you know, I hope they um, 
they end up they continue having a good year. I'd really like to see them win the 11th region all A. I think it would be great um, for them. Then they're a super small school. Um, moving on, another surprise team, which I'm going to say this name, and we talk, we've talked about them a lot in our past podcast, especially last year, but um, John Harden. Your yep. team, your that's your squad. You always that's, are on the job. I love them. I, I am. I, you know, I just I need them to sit over a little bit so I can sit on the bandwagon Man. with them. But I well, I, they they have uh, a fan. They you know them. obviously last year they won their region, um, and they they graduated Mickey Pearson who was you know on a Kentucky All Star team D one mm-hmm. kid. So uh, there wasn't a lot of expectations I don't think this year um, out of them. But I, I mean they're fourteen and zero right now. Yep. They've got wins. They've got two wins over Central Harden, who's really good and has the kid going to Liscombe. Um, they've beaten Bowling Green. They've beaten Hopkinsville. They've beaten Warren Central. They've beaten Owensboro Catholic. So, you know, they they really are playing well. Now, they play my not-so-favorite team, favorite team, LaRue County, <laughs> uh, coming up on Friday. It's the team, team you love to hate, LaRue yeah. County. <laughs> no, nah, I don't hate them. I just like to give my friend a hard time. But you know they're they're playing Larue County as part of the two A. You know we talked about we talked about the one A, but the two A, which I don't really know a whole lot about it. This is the first year of it. Um, we'll we'll probably touch some more on that in another podcast. But anyway, yeah. Larue County thirteen and two, and was everybody's pick to win um, the fifth this year. You know they got beaten the finals last year. But you know here's John Harden again, always in their way. So that's going to be a really good game. That's I why think. I love John Harden. But you know. So people don't think I'm just a crazy person. I have a lot of ties to Hardin County. Love the place. So I always kind of, in my mind, I'm rooting for a Hardin County school. I spend a lot of time in Sonora in the summer. You know, it's, that's why I like John Hardin. And I got I got a couple of friends that teach there. So you know, it's it's my home away from home. So so that way people don't think I'm just a just a crazy person that likes John Hardin for whatever reason. Right. There you go. Um, <laughs> and my last my last surprise team. Is Allen County Scottsville? Yep. Which I don't think we've ever mentioned their name on the podcast before, but <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> Allen County Scottsville, who has been through, I think this is their fourth coach in four years. Uh-huh. Brad Bonds is their coach now, which he was the coach of the girls team for a while, and won a couple regional titles and got state runner up with uh, his girls team a couple years ago. So he's a, he's an established guy, but as of today. They are 14-2. and two. They've got the best record in the fourth region, which we talk about Bowling Green and Warren Central. And how many times have we said, until somebody beats Bowling Green and Warren Central, <laughs> we're going to talk about Bowling Green and Warren Central. So I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Allen County's schedule, and they beat Warren Central last night in overtime. You, you want to beat the man, think, you got to beat the man. Right. Did, um, <laughs> we talked about Paintsville earlier. Paintsville hit a 35 buzzer at, buzzer at the buzzer yep. to beat them in the finals of the Derby Classic at Raceland. So, Mm-hmm. Their their two losses are an, one's an overtime and one's on a on a thirty five footer, so you know they um, they're playing really well. I I, um, I know a couple of the people that are associated with that program, um, and I know how bad they want to to be successful, and they've been down for a while. So I'm really happy for them. Their athletic director is a really really good guy, mm-hmm. um, and I know how bad and their principal. And I know how bad they want to be successful. So I'm really happy for them, and I think that. Now that they have somebody, kind of an established guy, there at the head. We've of We've talked about this. The revolving door of coaching sometimes can cripple your whole program. Like you gotta. Well, I mean, you, know, you, you think gotta, about it, think about it. This year's seniors have had four different coaches. Right. I mean, that's bizarre. So no, I mean, that's, yeah. No consistency. Yeah. 
Right. So. And the same thing, similar has happened at Ashland lately. And Ashland has a great tradition, and you'd think they would know, you know, hey, we've got to give you know, whoever it is three, four years to try and build. And if then they don't produce, see ya. But, you know, right. it, it, it's been bam, bam, bam in Ashland as well. And, and I think you're, you're seeing that because the program is now, you know, having to start all over. And that's what right. you don't want. Right. Well, I, I just, you know, th- those are my surprise teams. Allen County yeah. Scottsville, John Harden. Frankfurt and Paintsville are the four that stick out to me um, right now, and I'm sure there's a there's a bunch of teams that we haven't mentioned, um, right. but you know these are just a couple that kind of stick out to us early on in the season. So, um, you know, I just want to give those those teams a shout out. Hopefully, they they get it going, keep it going, doing their thing. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of you know a lot of things to talk about very briefly, and you know maybe next week we can be a little more thorough with what happens this week. I, you know, I've got a few things that, you know, I, I want to congratulate Grant Schaus on his 100th win. You know, he's just a stand-up guy. Um, Dave Fraley, he retired from Powell County, you know, our, our yep. buddy Dave. He, yep. uh, he finished his career with 702 wins and is one of only nine coaches to have over 700. So that's pretty good for him. Deal. Let me yeah. tell you something. He's a good – he's a great dude, man. He's mm-hmm. – uh, you know, I've gotten to know him a little bit more recently. Yeah. Um, but he's been, he's fan. always been great to me. He opened, you know, they, they let us come into their, you know, facility, um, uh-huh. and use it, you know, when, when we needed to. So I'm a big no fan problem. of Coach Fraley. No problem there. And I, and I kind of want to update everybody on, on our friend, Randy McCoy. Health is improving, doing good, uh, back, back to being Randy McCoy. So, uh, so I'm, pr- I'm happy to say that about, about our friend who, you know, heart attacks are a big deal, and we definitely want to keep Randy McCoy around for a lot longer. Our boy McCoy, that's what we yep. call him. <laughs> and, um, and a couple of days ago, we put out an article. Uh, actually, it was just yesterday. You'll, you'll hear this um, on Friday or Thursday, so, so it'll be a couple of days late. But um, we put out an article about Coach Kevin Spurlock. We kind of let him speak his mind about the controversy that surrounded him early in December. And I just wanted to thank him for his interview and thank everybody for responding. We had nothing but positivity out of it, and and I think that's good. I think that's that's a great sign that you know people were just waiting for somebody to say to speak up. You know, so um, we had about five thousand readers, which is our best ever for an article. So I, I think it had a great response, and I just appreciate Kevin Sprott for doing that so much, and I appreciate yeah. everybody for being supportive and kind. So um, I will say, you know, I. I I, I can I I commend Coach um, Spurlock because it's it, it would have been real easy for him to just be like I don't want to talk about it, yeah. you know. Um, and, and he has a lot. He had a lot of tough. He I mean not just necessarily with the interview that that, that we produced, but just in general, you know, he's got a lot of tough questions to answer. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of things that he's got to he's got to internalize and deal with himself. Um, but I think I I commend him for being a for for being man enough to get in front of the camera and, and to talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, I think people need to understand that there's always two sides to a story. Yeah. And the truth usually lies somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, I don't condone what he, what he, what he was accused of if he did do that. I know that he has admitted to some of the things um, that he was um, accused of and some of the things he's saying didn't happen. <clears throat> I, I don't. I, I think there's there are ways to motivate kids that don't involve some of the things that he was accused of. Right. Um, which maybe he didn't do, it, maybe he did. That's not 
that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know, I, I just um, I think it's I think I, you and I, I are on the same page, big, though. I, I think it's big for him to be able to get up in front of a camera and, and talk about it and answer some questions about it. Um, I think you so know, too. I, I think that a lot of people, especially you and I and other coaches across the state, we're just kind of in a situation where if somebody didn't stand up, then then how far would we allow this to go? on parents and dissatisfaction deciding who's hired and who's fired. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not trying to accuse anybody of anything. I'm just saying, and I'm not saying that, that Coach Burlap was right or he was wrong. I just think that it was refreshing instead of fading into the darkness and just going away. I think it was refreshing for somebody to say, look, I'm just not going to take this. I'm not going to sit back and take this. Right. So, right. Um, I think that was a win for the coaching realm. I mean, I do. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I can I when I was playing, I had an old school coach, man, mm-hmm. and you know, I, he said some things and did some things that, you know, he he wouldn't be able to do nowadays. Okay. Right. But the thing is that if I'm 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 turning 35 in two weeks, if this man that was my head coach knocked on my door and needed me to do something for him, I would do it at moment. At, to yeah. this day, if he told me to run through that wall over there, I'll, I would run at it until. I mean, it's just that's and, and I and so I appreciate and respect that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a different time we live in. It's a different culture. You, it you is. know, you have to. And you, you have do to, have to treat. You have to treat kids differently now. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. I yeah. saw a good uh, a thing on Twitter the other day. I think I retweeted it on my on my personal account. Um, coach Ryan Young, who's the coach at Garrett County, had actually was the one that tweeted it. And he tweeted out about Clemson and Alabama and said, you know, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson made a decision to bench a senior starting quarterback in favor of a freshman, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, because it was what was best for the team. Mm-hmm. And he said if a high school coach in Kentucky benched a senior for a freshman to play because it was what was best for the team and gave them the best opportunity to win, you know, you'd have parents in the board office the next day wanting him fired. Yep. So I think that's and, – and, and I it was one of the best tweets I've seen, and it's so true. And it's just, you know um, – it, it, and it just reminded me a little bit of the Spurlock situation. Um, I, I know Coach Spurlock. He's a good dude. You know, he, yep. he gets – he's passionate, and I think that it's okay to be passionate. You know, he, he has high expectations of his kids and of himself – um, so now he's he probably even, he even admitted. I mean, it was a very heartfelt interview, and it was a side of Kevin Spurlock I had never personally seen. It was I, yes, I would have changed a few things. I wish I'd recognized that my method wasn't working. And he didn't he didn't ever indicate that he would became softer, but I think he he was trying to indicate that his delivery would have been different had he yeah. recognized those cues earlier. So I think that he I think he has remorse. And I think that he he admits certain amount of fault, but I don't think that that any of the the terrible things. I don't think that I don't think most of that stuff. I think it was far fetched with anything. So um, yeah, and, 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 and I wasn't thing, there. So. And, and I yeah right. I said no, I never saw that. Here's the thing: um, if he did do something that that he shouldn't have done, or if he you know he's got to live with that. He's got to look himself right. in the mirror every day, and he's got he's got to internalize that. Um, yeah. But you know, I it's a slippery slope. It really it is. is. And um I like Coach Warlock. I, I I hope that 
you know, I don't know if he has any plans of wanting to coach again. I, I hope he does because I'm sure that he's – I know he's passionate about the game. Um, I hope that this will kind of die down now. I hope people will let it, leave it alone. But I yeah. highly doubt that. I'm sure that the articles that have been written will pop back up every couple weeks because that's just the way things go now. Um, Nature of the beast. But, uh, but yeah, so thanks to Coach Barlock for, for having a sit-down interview and for um, being, you know, just being willing to put himself out there like that because it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And I don't know if I could have done it if I had resigned because nobody wanted me around anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's tough. But I think, yeah. and I emphasize this in the article, I think that it speaks volumes that one of, the, one of his players asked him to come present his 1,000-point ball in spite of his resignation. Yeah. So... That's big to me. So it, there, there's some good character there somewhere in Kevin Spurlock. That kid sees it. So yeah, um, I mean it. You know, it, it, is, what it is, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but that's all we have for today. Y'all can no, it's to, not. It's You've not. Gotten so much. We haven't done this in so long. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have to do yeah. our top five teams. We have to do if I'm mad about something. Oh yeah, my our, bad. We have to give a okay. shout out. We got all this stuff to do. This is what happens when you don't do a podcast for a month. You forget how things go. I'm sorry. I'm usually so organized. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. What are you mad about today, John? What am I mad about today? What, what are you mad about? Or, what are you mad about it, the last three Wednesday? weeks? Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, you know, I really don't have anything that I'm going to like get on a soap soapbox and. You know, are you sure? Stuff about yeah. I mean, I just I, I mean, obviously, kind of same thing. You know, I. I I saw a lot of berating of officiating over the break from from play, parents and stuff. And I just you know what I have to say stuff. about that. Okay, let me let me interject because I'm about to get fired up for just a second. There is a shortage of referees in the state of Kentucky, and if you think for one minute that you can do better than them, by all means, khsaa.org, and you sign up yourself, buy yourself a whistle, <laughs> shirt's twenty five dollars, and you go ref. Because they need people desperately. Yeah. Yep, they do. So, um, coaches coach, refs ref, kids play, fans watch. Let's get those things correct. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you 100%. So, so you weren't fired up, but here I am. There you go. Nah, well, you know. Somebody, <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm always mad about something. I sleep. I, I I sleep angry, so. I know, you know. Like you're you're <laughs> mad when you're happy. I don't. I, you know, I'm I surprised. Mean, somebody. I'm surprised. Somebody who weeks. will re, somebody who will remain nameless told me over Christmas that I was the Grinch. So, um, you know, that's fine. I, I'm I'm well I mean, aware I th- of that. I think that I've said that to you before. So. You are the one. You and Josh I mean, just, told just, me I was I the mean, Grinch. I mean, just at me, at me next time. All right. um, it's all good. <laughs> anyway. Now, I'm just surprised that three weeks have gone by without a podcast and you have nothing that you're angry about. Uh, listen, I'm just not getting into it tonight. Okay. I'm just not going to do it because it's going to continue to happen. And I'm going to okay. continue to be able to uh, have something All to right. vent on. So. Give me your time. I'll tell you what I'm mad about. I'm mad that we haven't done the podcast in three weeks. Okay. I mean, we're supposed to be big time. We haven't done a podcast in three weeks. I got people calling me mad about it. And I just tell them Kayla don't want to do it. That's rude. <laughs> That's so rude. Anyway, 
moving on because it's not totally my fault. It's just hard to get three people on the same schedule. It really is. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Your top five, please, sir. Scott County, Trinity, Covington Catholic, Cooper, and coming in at number five, Campbell County. That is my top five. The Camels? The Camels. Um, I need you to elaborate on Campbell County. They're really good. Um, they're really <laughs> good every that. year. No, they're really good. Um, Reed Jolly is a name that a lot of people haven't heard of, but it, obviously I'm in the 10th region. They're, our, they're, they're the team that we have to beat to be able to get where we want to get. And, um, you know, they do a great job. And if you were to watch them, if you were, or, I'm sorry, if you were to watch them warm up, you wouldn't think they were as good as they are, but they are really, really, really good, really disciplined, really smart kids. I mean, they just – they don't get rattled. They beat teams they're supposed to beat by how they're supposed to beat them. They beat teams they're not supposed to beat. Um, they play with teams. You know, they've been in state tournament the last few years. So, it's really good. And, you know, they're really good. And I'm going to put them in my top five. They're my number five. Okay, you do that. Um, I've got Scott County and Covcast. I've got Scott County first, Covcast second. And then I don't really know. I'm with you on Trinity and Cooper, but I don't know in what order. Uh, I just kind of had five teams that I wrote down. And then Henry Clay was the fifth. So yep. Henry Clay's playing good ball. They they gave Scott County all they wanted the other night. And I, and, and I want to say something. Look. Yeah. This kind of goes into something I'm mad about. Their best player, Henry Clay's best player, is a junior named Mark Marquez Warts. Mm-hmm. And this kid is so good. I mean, really, really, really good. Um, and he does not get the credit or the publicity that he deserves. And because of the other there, – there are people on his team that have a name next to them. But I, I'm telling this kid is the best kid, with the exception of Kyle Rhodes. He is mm-hmm. the best player in Lexington. By a long shot. I mean, he is really good. You probably don't know who he is. He's averaging about 22 or 23 a game. Mm-hmm. He lights you up. He can shoot. He can get to the basket. He's really, really good. So I don't um, ever – I've seen their stats a couple of times, you know, because I get bought for the email to me and stuff. But I, I don't ever – the name never really registered with me. I'm kind of like, oh, well, this kid's I would, I would tell. I would tell people to um, – Go on the on the scoreboard on Ryherds or KSSA, however you get to it, and look at their stats um, and see how well Mr. Warwick is playing. But per usual, they have games where they don't have stats in because that's what they do with Henry Clay. Um, <laughs> they don't put their stats in. But now KSSA finds you, you know. They find you if you don't put them in. But um, he's really good, and um, I don't think he – he gets the, the publicity that he deserves, but he's really freaking good. Maybe maybe next year for a senior year, we'll be hearing about him a lot. Right? Well, I think he's a definitely. I think he's definitely a kid you're going to see on the junior all star team this year. Um, I hope so. I think so. I think he's really good. I mean, so got my vote. Let's talk about this. Okay, you said the eleventh. You know, this is not on our list of things to talk about, but the eleventh region is kind of it's a little bit down this year. But I think that's going to make the tournament, the 11th region tournament, more exciting. Well, I think if you're if you're in the 11th region, you want to first off, you just want to make the regional tournament, right? Because right. if you make it and you don't get drawn on the same side of Scott County, you've got there are going to be four teams over there 
So they're going to think we can get to the regional final. Yep. And once you get to the regional final, anything can happen. I know. So, so that's, that's why about, I'm saying that's, it's a little exciting. That's, that's the thing about Henry Clay. They they can't play Scott County to the finals of the region because they're in the same district. Right. So that could be that could be a know. good region finals right there. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be wide open, but it ain't nobody beating Scott County. So <laughs> especially when Michael comes back, it ain't going to happen. And it's only January, but per usual, I'm already excited about the state tournament. So um, you know, I was I was kind of booking booking my place to stay this evening. <laughs> And uh, I'm pretty excited about it because it's really close to rough this year. You know, I do the Airbnb route instead of the hotel, so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm already, already pumped about Sweet 16. I know, I, well, I'm not going to do this to them, but I'm pretty sure Scott County's going to be there. I'm ready to watch that team at the state tournament again. Um, I, I'm just ready. I, I'm finally in the basketball mode. Finally there. I'm, I'm, I'm always in basketball mode, 365, but. I've been the in the I've been the in the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs have got me still watching football, so. It's not football season anymore, John. It's over. Shut it. Until the Super Bowl happens. Wait, will the Chiefs, will the Chiefs be in the Super Bowl? I don't even say the <laughs> name Chiefs and Super Bowl in the same sentence, okay? <laughs> like, there's a chance, and I'm being serious, they play on Saturday in the playoffs. There's a chance that I may not be available the rest of the year if they lose on Saturday. I'm really upset. I'm really tore up about it. I can't even talk about it. Um, but I'm a huge Chiefs fan, for people that don't know. Like, huge. And I want them to win so bad. So bad. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, it's tearing me up. They got to buy. So they haven't played for two weeks, and I have been absolutely killing myself over it. So If they, if they win on Saturday, I'll buy a Chiefs shirt. No, we don't need that. We don't need none of that from you. I don't need none of that karma. From, no, you you stay over there with your red socks and all that nonsense. I don't need that. We can do bad. We can do bad all by ourselves. We got okay. plenty okay, of so years. We do bad enough. We don't need none of that. You don't need me on your bandwagon. You're no. not gonna scoot over. You're gonna no. Scoot over? Okay. Hey, seats taken. Okay. <laughs> Can't sit here. Seats taken. Can't do it. <laughs> thanks, thanks, DNA. <laughs> You're welcome. No, ain't no room over there. <laughs> Oh, Lord. See, now you got me all tore up. I'm already thinking about it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. That Okay. But you, now you're tore up about the Chiefs. And you said you weren't mad about anything. But, um, I'm not mad. That, they don't make me mad. They just hurt, they just hurt me. I know. They hurt know. me. They, they cut me deep. And they despite, get me excited all over again to do it again. Despite the person's belief, the other person on this podcast's belief, I've been a Red Sox fan my entire life, and I know that heartbreak all too well. Oh God! I was you've born. Your team, you've watched I was team born win the year four World Series. I don't want to hear it. I have, but I was born the year that Buckner let the ball go through his legs. I mean, come on, man! And then I lived my whole life until I was in college so they won World Series. Lots Listen, of the Chiefs haven't won a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, they haven't even played in a Super Bowl since 1969. Okay, they've only played. No, they've only played one AFC Championship game since then. Okay, and I was nine. So I don't. Uh, All right, you don't want to hear. It. They're like they're like the, they until the Cubs won the World Series. They're like the Cubs of football, you know. So, oh God, don't even say that. I just oh did. God, it tears me up. I can't even talk about it. Go ahead and just change. All right, up. you're okay. It's time for your shout out. Oh yes, I want to give a shout out to my group message that constantly asks me about 
when we're doing this. And we're here. Wanna, Are you happy? I want to tell them that I'm sorry that I have um, strained our friendship lately. Uh, it's just tough times, buddy, tough times. That's an inside joke, but they'll get it. I, you know, I don't really have any shout-outs. Uh, shout-out oh, to your hurt message. I don't. I do I don't have mind. one thing that we have to discuss. What is it? Do you know who plays Saturday? Other than the Chiefs? No. It's because you're not a fan. Western Kentucky and Marshall play basketball Saturday. Oh, my bad, my bad. It's probably because I know that we're going to get beat. So I'm just kind of what you're 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 already like you're in that mode right now. I'm conceding. I'm sorry. You guys are really what? good. I don't I don't know. And Marshall's kind of struggling. Good right now. Well, Marshall is play. Marshall played good and got a good road win, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, of course, I'm still uh, going to wear green, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Go tops, baby. Nobody All day. Looks good. Nobody looks good in red, John. Nobody. I I don't care if I look good or bad. That ain't no problem. I just want them to win. I do have a shout out. Shout out to John Elmore, who is now my Facebook friend. So there we go. Oh God, he's <laughs> awesome. He scores twenty points a game on thirty-seven shots. Get out of here, you bum! I ain't see now. You got me mad about that. I hope we win by a hundred. I hope you lose by 100. Ain't nobody losing by 100. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so shout out to my group message, obviously. Shout out anybody else. I'm going to give a shout out to – I'm actually going to say shout out to Del Con. You keep doing what you do, baby, and you know what that means. There you go. Del Del Con? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, what's up, Del? Um, Yeah. Shout out Patrick Mahomes. I love you, man. Got to pull through for me this week. Come on, man. I need you. I need you to do it for me this weekend. God, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> Go Chiefs. Oh God. Oh, I'm Chiefs. sorry. You didn't. You don't want that. You don't want no, that karma. I'm sorry. We're, we're we're screwed now. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Would, um, that's would all. If I said, would it help if I said I hated them? I hate the Chiefs. I don't care if you say that or not. A lot of people tell me that. I got these kids. I you know my kids at school. Yeah. Every every Monday they look forward to coming in. Like, oh, jeez! But you know, so they've been they've been giving me a hard time this week. All my kids in school it's tough times. That's the teacher life, man. Tough one. Physical educator. At least you're not teaching quadratic functions. So I'm teaching physical education. Yeah. All right, that'll be it for today. Right, unless you got something else that you want to talk about, how the Chiefs are going to win on Saturday. No, uh, don't say that. Um, no, that's all. That's all I got right now. Sorry, we've been away for a while, but we're going to get back into doing this on a weekly basis. So, yeah, you know, basketball season's ramping up. It's getting big time, starting to get big games and stuff. So, we'll it is. On. It was. Like, it was. A, basketball was a little sleepy for me in December. So I, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm back. I'm committed. So let's let's go. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. All right. But, and, and that's all we've got for, for today. We'll be back next week. We probably will record another one on Sunday or Monday if we can. It just depends on, the, on John and Josh's schedule, and we'll go from there. But thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week, guys. See you guys.